Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Delicious. Today is Monday, May 22nd. Uh, May flying by. I'm just here for a couple of days this week and then I'm off to Wisconsin. So, uh, no podcast Friday or Monday. Might have caught the hummingbird in the background there. If you're not on video, uh, you might hear that I am out here in the grape arbor. It is a lovely, lovely morning. It is sunny and clear. It rained all weekend. It's been such a cold and chilly spring. It's just unreal. Also, I think I didn't show you all my, my new mug, which is Gruet all day for the Santa Fe, uh, winery Gruet. Um, my mug is not full of Gruet. I'll, you know, give you receipts there. It's definitely full of coffee. Alas, but my good friend Megan Mulry bought it for me and which was very sweet of her, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, starting to get the garden going, uh, won't help that I'll be gone, but gradually putting things together. I did buy some impatience that are just sitting in the pots. I might get them planted before I go, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so still working on Onira. A few of you asked me what I was saying. I did try to put it in the transcript, um, but it's Onira O N E I R A. And yeah, it's, it's the new shiny. It's the totally new thing that I'm not supposed to be working on, but I'm working on anyway, but I've shown the opening lines to a few friends and everybody is like, Oh, so who knows? It's, um, it's a very different thing. It's yeah, I don't mind talking about this part. Um, it is inspired in part by the forgotten beasts of Eld. And I was having by Patricia McKellar, one of my all time favorites, uh, my Lord of the Rings. And I was having a conversation with my good friend, Jim Sorensen last week at writer coffee and saying that I'm I've never written anything like this. That is so, so directly inspired. That is so much, uh, um, uh, an homage. Um, and, and Jim was pointing out that there's nothing wrong with having a, a conversation, writing a book that is a conversation with another book, which I thought was a beautiful way to put it. That's, that's exactly what I'm doing having that conversation. Um, you know, that's, that's part of where the, the artistic creativity comes in, right? Where we are inspired to write certain things and that won't leave us alone. Sometimes it's kind of the difference between the, I don't know, the hacks and the real storytellers. I think this is something that the hacks out there can't understand the widget makers, the wannabes, um, you know, and there's been so much conversation the last few days about, uh, artificial intelligence and writing tools. Uh, it's been over the last few months, but it really hit a peak in the last few days, especially within the community here, um, within the CIFWA community because pseudo writes a company S U D O writes announced that they have created a tool 
which will enable authors to write their novels where you input your plot and your characters and it like writes your novel for you. And there's been a lot of um, very clever commentary uh, about it where people are like, well, you know, how about we come up with an AI to do the one part that you actually enjoy <laughs> about writing? Somebody else said, you know, if, you'll, if you'd write a synopsis for me from my novel, then, you know, you might have me on board. And I have a, a couple of friends. I have one friend who is a more tech bro type who likes to tease me about the AI stuff. And, and, and of course people ask me about it all the time. What's my opinion? I think that, and I've, I've said it on this podcast before that we just, um, that's not what storytelling is about. Oh, I hear a kitty outside the garden walls, but he can, he can come find me if he wants to. Um, you know, it's not only the part of the story that we enjoy, it's the part that I, I do believe is comes from, from our basic humanity that comes from the artistry within us. Uh, you could, I suppose, input the forgotten beasts of Eld into a, an AI, an algorithm. Um, it's probably been done. And it could spit out something that was a, a facsimile, um, a bastardization of it. I think that there are some writers out there, some of the wizard, wizard, (laughs) widget makers who do exactly that. They simply copy other work and reproduce it because they're not capable of doing more, or maybe they just don't care enough, but it's different when you're having a conversation with the work and you're bringing to it your own, your own everything, right? Your own artistic sensibility, um, your own creative spark. So this is why I'm, I really don't worry about this stuff too much. I, I think that, you know, people who are, really worried about losing, I don't know, losing themselves, losing the race to the computers. Um, yeah, I'm just not too concerned. I think it's displacement activity. So I saw someone commenting on the, uh, SIFWA forums not long ago and let me find it. Cause I did make a note of it. Oh, I didn't make a very good note about it. Um, this person has complained about various books on Amazon before, like about the wrong books, getting into categories, the wrong books. Um, he had complained before about why are there so many Manchester books in Amazon, uh, in certain categories, you know, and people are like, you know what? still counts as fantasy, even as a Manchester on the cover. Uh, and I can't recall what his latest complaint about was about, but he was complaining about why were certain other books popular when they shouldn't be that they, um, you know, 
failed to meet some criteria or another. And you know the thing is is I think that's all just displacement activity. It's you know creatives or writers or wannabe writers maybe uh, spend a lot of time doing everything but writing and that's because writing is difficult and it demands a lot of you uh, but you know worrying about what other people are doing worrying about what other books are doing well worrying about AI all of that stuff is just displacement activity folks it's um it's not paying attention to the one thing that you can control in this world which is the words you write it is you know kind of shaking your tiny fist at the universe and okay so maybe there will be some AI stories out there maybe there are some novelists who will cheat and attempt to use this tool to um I don't know plot their story for them as you all know at this point I am not a pre plotter I wouldn't have a plot to feed into this into the computer I have no idea where this book that I'm writing is going and that's part of the joy of writing it right it's part of the misery but it's also part of the joy uh yeah so that's that's my whole take is is don't worry uh you know people want us to make statements a lot of the magazines I saw uh uncanny magazine came out and said that they will not accept any work with AI tools used um you know well I think it's an evolving situation we'll see how it goes right I don't intend to use any of it because it's not how I work that's just not how I write uh I often get asked what tools I use for writing what software and so forth um and I use word I use word to write it and I use excel to track it uh, but I'm I'm a purist right gray all day it's interesting to see how the industry is is moving though um I paused a moment there because I was trying to collect the thoughts that I was having on Friday and I haven't been able to reassemble them entirely but I have one friend who went out on well she had to give her her option book to her publisher she's done a number of books with uh this same publisher uh she's done great she's very successful she has also started self-publishing her books and she is making so much more money self-publishing that she really doesn't want to work with the traditional publisher anymore because they're not she's not making as much money on the traditionally published books as she is on her self-published books so for example um she came out with a book recently that uh made she told me it it did very well it did better than expected but it made forty thousand dollars in the first month uh self-published the option book that she uh 
you know, gave to her publisher, they offered her an advance of $5,000 per book for three books. And, and she said, no. And I think, I don't know if they were surprised or not, but it's, it's like the traditional publishing still buys into this fiction that self-published writers are only selling a hundred books and not making any money. Now I'm not making her money. I would like to make 40,000 in one month. That would be very helpful. But you know, I've, I've talked about, for example, dark wizard has is now my top earning book. Uh, before that it was the mark of the Tala, which was traditionally published and the mark of the Tala has now been out for almost 10 years. Wouldn't it be nice if they did like a 10th anniversary repackaging recover, put a better cover on it. I would love that. I'm never getting the rights back to those books because they, they sell too well. Those five books that I did with Kensington, uh, the three 12 kingdoms books and the two uncharted realms books, uh, they, they continue to sell very nicely. <clears throat> but even after 10 years of very nice sales, uh, have not matched how well I have done with dark wizard, uh, in I think two years, when did it come out? I had to reference my, my Excel spreadsheet. It was February of 2021. So, uh, it's been out for two years, which is amazing to me. Time flies, right? Uh, but still, uh, it's continuing to earn. Well, it's my top earner at this point. And part of that is because I make better money self-publishing. Now, obviously I still want to do traditional publishing. I've got a book out on submission with traditional publishing right now, but you know, it's, it's just really difficult for, for writers to take offers seriously when they are so out of scale with how they are earning otherwise. It's, um, yeah, I, I don't know how things are going to go. Maybe they are going to continue going exactly this way. So, hmm. It says it's failed to resume recording. 